This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We finally got the Lumberjack Fishing Team to make their way into the studio so we can chat with them. And it's perfect because uh, we're running this also during high noon. Uh, one, of the, one of the times of the air is high noon, which of course is a show you a lot of Lumberjack sports on. So it's perfect. So first off, we're just going to have the three members of the team and the coach who are here to introduce themselves. We'll start with you right here. I'm Tyler Simon. I'm going to be a junior this year. I'm Andrew Lapp. I'm going to be a junior this year. Uh, I'm Jacob Slough. I'll be a senior this year. And I'm Chris Haley. I'm the coach, and I'm the one that started it all. So let's start with the coach. Uh, how did this whole thing come about? Well, this whole thing came about because of the fact that high school fishing is one of the hottest trends going on in the state right now, right alongside with the trap shooting. And um, basically, I am the advisor for the university team. I've been doing that for five, six, seven years. After the Bassmaster National Championship, I thought somebody from the community would step up and start a high school team, and it didn't happen, so I thought, well, I may as well do it myself, and went ahead and started the process of of creating a team and a club for the high school and going from there. Okay. And we'll get back to you, uh, uh, Chris, uh, in a little bit on on maybe how, uh, how it works, whether it's, you know, through the school, independent, all of that stuff. But right now, I want to talk to each of the members and well, again, we'll start with the guy right to my left. How did you get involved, and what is it about competitive fishing you like? Well, competitive fishing, it's like every other sport where you like to compete, and bass fishing is one of my favorite things to do. So since Chris is my stepdad, it's kind of like I got into it, and he brought me into it. How about you? Um, I enjoy it already. We've done three tournaments. Uh, it's kind of a rush, really, <laughs> but... I bass fished for two years, and I never thought I'd be doing this right now competitively. <laughs> so you, you hadn't done much competitive fishing until until now? Just the three tournaments, and here we are. Okay. What about you? Uh, I hopped on pretty early with Chris. I had uh, fished. The BSU team does some little derby nights at the end of the summer, and I'd fish a few of those, and that's just, you know, all these little tournaments that last three hours, and I thought, man, this is this is a blast. And I uh, started looking around and realized there was high school teams. Um, so I started poking around. I had an uh, email talk to Travis Peterson, who is a big part of the fishing community around here. And he got me hooked up with Chris. Um, that I hopped on with Chris pretty early. and uh, I've been helping him out ever since. And, you know, getting, getting to where we are now, where we can actually go fish these competitive tournaments that, you know, it, it like Tyler said, it's just like any other sport. You're just as competitive, and, you, you know, you want that, that first-place prize just as bad as any other sport. You know, Kev, i got to tell you a funny story about Jake. Uh, when I first met him, he had gone out and bought himself a 12-foot aluminum fishing boat and put a deck in the front of it, cut a hole in the deck where he put a cooler in for a live well, and he and his partner went out and fished against these college kids in these little derbies that he mentioned. What he failed to mention was that he, is, he and his partner went up to Turtle River for one of these events, and it was the first one they did, and, of course, all the college kids in their bass boats were laughing and snickering at this little tiny boat with these two kids, high school kids in it. They only laughed until the way in. <laughs> when Jake pulled out, a six-pound largemouth bass from that cooler, 
and they beat every college team in that little derby and won that derby. Nice, nice. Uh, tell me, guys, uh, how'd you get into bass angling? We are in walleye country after all. Uh, when did you guys start fishing bass, and why did you start fishing bass? Well, it's been pretty short for me. I started bass fishing last year. We went out a couple times, and then ever since, it's been like that's the only thing I wanted to do. I haven't started fishing bass till two years ago. Uh, my partner got me into it. I used to skull it in the walleye boat with my dad and fish every night, but it hasn't been that case recently. We go out on Grace Lake and bass fish. Yeah, I, I grew up in a family of, bat, or of uh, walleye fishermen. And honestly, I didn't have the patience. <laughs> I didn't want to sit there and <laughs> just jig deal. for a walleye my whole life. So I was looking on the internet, and man, this bass fishing looks pretty fun. So I got into it a few years ago now, and uh, that's that's all I do. My rest of my family was walleye fishing, but I, I take my boat out and go bass fishing now. Mm-hmm. And I would say, uh, you know, Chris, uh, due to, A, the, the rise of the college game here in this town, and just I, I think... I, People are getting more and more aware of how much fun bass fishing is. It seems to me, it feels like to me, it's become a more important part of fishing up here in the last, I'd say, five years. Well, it definitely has. And what people need to realize, and I think one of the biggest things that came out of the Bassmaster Championship here was just exactly how many bass we have around here. We got so many people that came up after that tournament and said, I didn't even realize there were bass in the Bemidji chain. And that's just so not true. And when you get out to these smaller lakes in the area, they're just, they're full of bass. And they're just a blast to catch. I mean, the strike is violent. The fight is amazing. You're pulling them out of pads. You're pulling them out of reeds. You're pulling them out of deep weeds. I mean, it's it's just a fun experience to do. I mean, yeah, we don't eat them, but hey, they're going right back so somebody else can catch them tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I'll eat. Any one of you guys take this who wants to take this, but uh, how do these tournaments work, and, and how many people are out there uh, angling right now? So there's seven tournaments throughout the uh, summer season that is put on by, uh, it's a Lund Tournament Trail that's uh, seven different stops throughout the state, and the tournaments range anywhere from 150 to 200 boats, depending on lake size and stuff like that. Um, you know, you, you, it's it's pretty simple. You you register online, show up to the rules meeting the the night before. You go out there and uh, a traditional bass tournament. You have a launch where everyone is at the same exact spot in the morning, and they all leave from that one spot. And then it's a race to your first fishing spot. Versus the way the high school or the the tournament trail does it is you launch wherever you want, so you can put your boat in at any time. Uh, fishing starts at either 6 or 7 o'clock and uh, ends around 1, 2-ish. But you can go sit at your spot from 5 until 6 and wait wait for that 6 o'clock mark to throw your lines in. So it's a little bit more, I guess, laid back when you when you look at it that way. But, uh, I mean, it's definitely not lacking that competitive sense there. Yeah. One of the things that Jake did leave out is that uh, during the rules meeting, every team is assigned an official scale and and we take that along and we get a clipboard with paper sheets to back up and write down the fish weights and the way it works is when you catch a fish you put the fish on the scale and then you have to take a picture of the scale showing the weight that you can read and the fish and then that picture is then uploaded through your cell phone to a special app through Classic Bass 
that keeps track of all the fish throughout the day. So you can actually track these kids when they're fishing these tournaments. My wife, we joke around and we call her the director of social media because she's kind of taken over the Lumberjack Fishing Team Facebook page. But she's really good about putting the, the link on that Facebook page during every tournament so that you can actually log or just click on that link and see where all of the Bemidji kids and every other kid in the tournament for that matter where they're at, what weight they have, how many fish they've caught. You can actually click on their names and see the individual pictures of the fish that they've caught and registered through this app also. So it's really it's really a neat thing. Um, you don't have to worry about cheating because there's no money involved in this. <laughs> and I mean, realistically, you know, a person probably could go out before the start time and put bass in their live well and then register them after the start time. But it kind of defeats the whole purpose of what we're about then in trying to get youth into fishing and, and teach them the right way to do it and conservation and ethical fishing. And so um, I would be very surprised if that ever happens in a tournament. Go Jacks! Bemidji High School Fishing, the topic today. Some people fish, some people don't. Those people are clueless. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Bemidji High School is in its first year of competitive fishing. And we're checking in with Chris Haley, the coach, along with three of the team members, Tyler Simon, Andrew Lapp, and Jacob Slough. How many teams are there in the state? I couldn't honestly tell you how many teams are in the state, um, but I can tell you that these 150 boat tournaments are filling anywhere from 9 minutes to 30 minutes from the time they're opened up for registration. Wow. And then they have a waiting list after that. So I know some of the bigger schools like Minnetonka, when we went down there, Minnetonka itself had 25 teams registered in that tournament where you know we have five teams. We have 10 kids that have, have stepped up and wanted to be part of this. But you know, it all depends on the size of the school and, and how popular it is. But I anticipate Bemidji growing to a much larger team as, as we go on, which also brings up the point that right now we're just doing these bass tournaments through the Minnesota State Anglers Tournament Trail, but um, our student angler tournament trail. But we do want to see it get to the point where kids don't have to feel like they need to fish bass and do these tournaments to be part of this team. We do want to do multi-species events in the area that are only the three to four little derby things like what the university puts on, in which case then kids can come and their parents can run the boats for them and they can go out and fish for walleyes, they can go out and fish for bluegills, crappies, whatever they want. And then that way anybody can be a part of this team. But we really feel that we need to learn how to walk before we start running with this team, and that's why we're kind of keeping it just doing the bass thing for right now. Okay. Guys, tell me a little bit about your your feelings uh, uh, among your friends and stuff that maybe aren't into the into the team. Are they thinking it's cool? Are they thinking it's something they might be interested in the future? I think uh, I kind of talked to a lot of kids around the, the school when this was starting up to figure out you know what this was going to look like. Uh, and there was a lot, a lot of kids that were really interested in it, um, but they're more of what was what Chris was just talking about. You know, uh, not necessarily fishing all these competitive bass tournaments. They want to go out and fish these little tournaments that the team would put on and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And that's just stuff that we'll have to wait 
you know, a, a little bit longer to get to, and, and we're just kind of focusing on the, you could say, hardcore guys that want to go out there and fish all these all these tournaments right now. Maybe you guys talk to your friends. What are they feeling like? Uh, I got a couple of my buddies into it. They want to do it, and I think that's really cool. Okay. The more kids, I think, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a few friends that are really big into walleye fishing, and they wouldn't mind trying it, but they're, they really aren't into the competitive bass fishing. But mm-hmm. they kind of like the sound of doing the little tournaments and stuff like that. So how have you guys done so far in your first three tournaments of the year? I, myself, me and my partner have only fished uh, one tournament. We did we did okay. Um, you know, I don't know, we'll Andrew talk about his tournaments. Uh, we fished three of them. The first one was Gull Lake on June 1st. Didn't go as planned. We didn't do much pre-fishing. Uh, ended up leaving really with motor trouble. Mm. The second one was Minnetonka on the 16th. That didn't really go as planned either. I don't even know where we ended up. And then uh, yesterday's tournament on Leech Lake. Didn't go as planned again, but we caught fish still and placed 51st. So, Okay, out of 100 and some teams, if I recall. There was 160 teams. Okay, so tournament. top third, basically. But, you know, and I know these guys are disappointed in not doing well and not going as planned. And, you know, myself, the you know, the article in the Pioneer said I've been fishing for 25 years, and I've been fishing for a lot longer than that. It's... <laughs> It's been 25 years of tournament experience. And so, you know, I come from an aspect of, you know, I've, I've been there, I've done that, I know what it's like to really compete and be hardcore into it. And now I'm, you know, kind of stepping back from that aspect and working with these guys to help them become better tournament fishermen. And, and they just need to realize you're not going to win your first tournament. You're not going to be automatically good right from day one it's a learning experience we're going up against kids and teams that have been doing these tournaments now for the last three to five years that this has been in existence these captains know these lakes they know these bodies of water we went down to minnetonka and we had five hours of pre-fishing time on saturday before to figure out minnetonka <laughs> it's a massive lake, lake i've ever been on yeah mm-hmm. and you know so it's it's a learning curve. It's something that as they do it more and more, you know, they're going to gain more information. One of the reasons I'm as successful as I am fishing walleye tournaments on Bemidji is 30 years of fishing Lake Bemidji. You know, mm-hmm. it's not five hours one day before a tournament that I went out there and tried to figure out Lake Bemidji. So that stuff comes with time. They're young. It'll happen. Um, more important for me it's just you know i i captain jake down there they did really well they took 20th out of 150 they were only 15 ounces away from qualifying for the tournament of champions and it's just more of this is what you want to do you want to try to get out there you want to try to find a pattern that you can then look at the map and go well we should be able to repeat this on this spot which is ultimately what we ended up doing and I was very proud of them for their their first tournament and and their performance at that tournament. So what's coming next? The the next one is the big one. I think that's the golden ticket everyone's looking forward to. That's uh, Mille Lacs. Lacs. That's July 14th. That one was a 200-bolt field filled up in nine minutes. (laughs) took me eight minutes to fill up my registration paper. So that one pretty much filled immediately. Um, I personally... I'm not going out there expecting to do really good. I've never fished a lake before. I just want to go have fun. I want to go catch some big bass out there. Um, and then uh, after that, we have 
uh, Lake Lahamadu, and then uh, Pool 4 on the Mississippi River. I don't think any of the teams are doing the uh, Mississippi event. But then after that, uh, as Chris had mentioned earlier, the Tournament of Champions, that is a uh, tournament that you have to qualify for, top 10% in every tournament. So, uh, for example, the Mille Lacs Tournament, top 10% will be top 20 um, so if you make that top 20 mark, you qualify for that tournament. Um, and, you know, that's, that, that's that's kind of what everyone's looking for to qualify. If you know, obviously you want to win a tournament. That's that's the whole the whole thing you're going for. But you would love to qualify for that tournament. And then we have uh, team championship uh, in early September on Lake Pacagama. And that's uh, I mean that's another thing that we're all looking forward to to qualify within the team itself to go down there and fish for representing our team down there. That's where I'm not going to like my job Kev because yeah. we only get three teams and I have to choose them. So I, we talked about it and you know we said that we're going to use performance as the number one contributing factor on those three teams. But still, you know, with five teams, with ten kids that are fishing, you know, four of them aren't going. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is also. I mean, we'd love to send the varsity football team down to the state and play at Viking Stadium every year, but it just doesn't happen. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We are talking Bemidji High School fishing. The Lumberjacks have a fishing team this summer. It's their first year of competition. And we're talking with Coach Chris Haley, as well as Jacob Slough, Andrew Lapp, and Tyler Simon. We're getting ready for a big event coming up in a couple weeks on Lake Mille Lacs. And guys, I have heard rumors that there might be some, some decent smallmouth on Mille Lacs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a slight chance there might be some big ones caught. Yeah, just just a little chance, you know. You put 400 kids out there into that big of a water, I'm sure there'll be some pretty yep. big fish that are going to be caught. I know, guys, that there was a lot of stuff you had to do to make this happen. What were some of the processes you guys had to go through to actually get this team off the ground? Well, um, the first process was getting everything cleared through the school. Uh, I dealt with Troy Hendricks, the athletic director, and um, basically... We're affiliated with the high school, but we're affiliated as a club because the Minnesota State High School League has not sanctioned fishing, you know, as a recognized team sport yet. I say yet because they've been going before the Minnesota State High School League for the last two, three years, and it's it's getting close. I think there's just kind of some minor details that they're trying to figure out on, you know, how do we hold the state championship and you know, how do we deal with um, sponsorships that all of these teams are taking on to help support the expenses because we do not receive a single penny from the school district to do this mm-hmm. we have raised all of the funds ourselves in fact I was just telling them that um, I reserved all the rooms for the Malax tournament for Saturday night that the team is paying for and it's just over $1,800 mm-hmm. for the rooms for because each team has their own room, two kids in a room, and then they have to have an adult captain to run the boat because they cannot run the boat. Well, I'm not going to put an adult in a hotel room with an unrelated team member, so we have to have two rooms for each team. So we've got the captain in one room, and then we've got the team in another room. And so for four teams, that's eight hotel rooms that, that I needed to reserve and pay for out of the team funds. And, you know, it's not cheap when you talk about fishing you know, four teams or four tournaments, 
possibly five between all the teams picking and choosing which ones they want to do it gets to be a pretty good chunk of money that we've raised to do this and, and that comes through sponsorship and uh, you know logos on jerseys and you know these are all kind of things that high schools don't you know they don't sell ad space on the football jerseys right to support the football team so I think that's where the Minnesota State High School League is is trying to figure out how are we going to deal with this because they're obviously they don't school districts don't have the money to support this and you know we don't need the money to support it but we do need to be able to represent the companies that want to be part of this and this um, this would be co-ed oh definitely right? definitely currently we do not have any girls I would love to have some girls step up and say I really want to be part of this I think that would be the coolest thing there are girls when you go to the rules meeting you see plenty of girls that are fishing these tournaments and so I'm throwing that out there right now to anybody that's listening. If your daughter or if you're a high school student yourself and you're interested in bass fishing, you don't have to be an accomplished bass fisherman to do this. You just need to be willing to learn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll take it from there. Okay. We're running out of time, but I figured since you're here, we might as well get a little update on the BSU fishing team, too. you got a couple guys headed to uh, the, the Nationals, right? We do. We've got uh, Brian Lindner and um, Nathan are heading out to the National Championship here, and I think it's the first week of August this year. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, and they actually qualified for it three times. Oh. They, they qualified in an earlier qualifier over the winter, and then Bassmaster had a, high, or a, a state qualifier, that they took third in which meant anybody in college could go to this state qualifier and fish and then the, they took a, t a percentage of that so they took third in that tournament and qualified again <laughs> and then the last uh tournament just um a week ago on the st lawrence river they took fourth place and and qualified for it again had a had a little slip up on the last day um, with the lowest weight that they had for the whole tournament. They were bringing in 22 to 24 pound bags. Last day they only had 18 pounds. They ran out of fish. Otherwise, I was really pulling for them to actually win the whole thing. But, you know, yeah. fourth is still the best finish that a BSU team has had in a qualifier. So. Wow. Well, let's wrap it up here. Uh, I'll give each of these three gentlemen uh, one final uh since we got a big audience here, pitch your team and pitch uh, getting pe more people involved. Well, you know, um, we have so many people that want to be into this. And like Chris said, you co-ed. So anybody that wants to be into it can come. You don't have to be an accomplished bass fisherman. You just want to have to learn. Uh, all I got to say is come out and do it. Give it a try. You might not have fished before, but that doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, that's what we're pushing here in the next few years is, you know, I, we don't care if you've never fished a day in your life. You know, if, if you want to come out and join us, go right ahead. We'll teach you. We'll teach you what we know, and you'll learn a lot of things. And uh, for all the adults out there and the, the students that want to follow along, just make sure to go check our Facebook page. We'll have uh, updates of all of our tournaments on there. We'll have links to go watch or uh, watch our weights on the tournaments. Uh, that will just keep you updated with everything we're doing out there. So go check out the Facebook page. Give us a like. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated. All right, guys, I really appreciate you coming in today. Congratulations on a great start to, to Lumberjack Fishing. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Go Jacks! F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country.